today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday, of course, uh, we introduced you to both mayors. Of course, Fred Eisenberger, who was re-elected in Hamilton, and Marianne Mead Ward, they are the mayor-elect in Burlington. But during our conversation with, uh, with Mayor Eisenberger, uh, he suggested that uh, this past election on Monday was, in fact, a referendum on LRT, and this gives council a strong mandate to continue with the LRT project, and frankly, uh, to continue and end the discussion about this and just move forward, uh, which is a rather interesting take on that, because I know that obviously during the campaign, uh, the mayor has suggested this is not a referendum on LRT, but uh, I guess uh, he changed his mind as the things were going on. I don't know. But is this a, a mandate for city council? And is this, as the mayor suggested, a message to those councillors who were not supportive of it to get on board? Well, let's ask one of those councillors. Brad Clark, of course, is the newly re-elected uh, councillor for Ward 9. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this morning. Brad, how are you doing today? I'm pooped. 15 <laughs> hours of taking fines down. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that post-election hangover, right? Oh, yes, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's, uh, and by the way, you're, I, I wish the other people at RAM would start doing what you just did, too. There's still a lot of them around town. All of mine are down. <laughs> but I digress. Let, let's talk about this. You and I talked about the sign election night, of course, about uh, LRT and, yeah. and, and the fact that uh, many people consider this to be a, a referendum on LRT. You're either for it or against it. I'm not so sure that everybody that cast a ballot on Monday was of that mind, but that seems to be the way it was characterized. Uh, you preferred another form. You've preferred bus rapid transit in the past. Uh, maybe before we get into that conversation, let's talk a little bit about what your stand is right now. Uh, I still think that bus rapid transit uh, would be um, the preferred option. I think we are overbuilding on LRT, uh, and I'm not really convinced that um, the vote was a referendum on LRT. I think there were many, many issues in play and many different positions of different candidates, including Vito and Fred, that may have swayed voters one way or the other. So the message that, uh, that the mayor is suggesting here is that council needs to just move ahead on this now. In other words, the public has spoken on this. You, you don't take it that way. I, I completely respect his opinion, um, but no, I don't. So where does, the, where does this leave you and, and many others on this council right now that had some reservations about this project? Uh, when the council resumes their work, it, it'll be in December, of course, after you're sworn in, uh, do you bring this debate up again? Do you go back to square one? What's, what's the purpose here, and, and what's the direction that we should be taking as, as a community and as you guys as council? I, I haven't had an opportunity to speak to other councillors yet, so I... I I'm, I'm being really cautious because they don't know sure. different positions across the board. I believe, and I may stand to be corrected, but the operational agreement will be the next major vote on this LRT project. And I think things will come to a culmination at that point. And I hope uh, that council and, uh, has a better understanding of the provincial government's position, because as you know, during the campaign, um, it was about as clear as mud at times. Yeah, depending on who you talk to, or and, and you know, everybody seemed to quote the premier on this, but the premier didn't talk, tell you a whole lot about this. And that's human nature. Different interpretations of exactly the, the same thing that we heard. Yeah. Um, but I think we do need some clarity. Hopefully, something in writing from the province, so that people around the table, as we're making that final decision on the operational agreement. Uh, will fully understand uh, if there are options or if there are not options. And as it stands right now, my understanding, and again, this is the, the latest incarnation of, of the director from Queen's Park, 
is that uh, they still say that the money is there, but it's for. Uh, I was told it was for transit-related issues, not just for infra- infrastructure or anything else we wanted. Yeah, and and I have different messages from different people at Queens Park, and I, I think we, I think they owe it to us with the greatest of respect to the premier and the cabinet and the MPPs. They they owe it to the city of Hamilton to be as clear as possible on what the council's options are. And if it is solely for transit, then then advise us so. Uh, if there is other flexibility, then advise us of that. But I, I really think everyone around that table would be incredibly grateful if there was something in writing from the province making it very clear, at least in my opinion. So. If you get that clarity, Brad, do you ever see yourself supporting this project? Uh, I... It would be very difficult for me in Ward 9, um, you know, taking the lead from the mayor when he says that it was a referendum on LRT. In Ward 9, four of five candidates uh, were very clear in their opposition, and four of the five candidates had the highest number of votes when we look at them all. So uh, realistically, when I was going door-to-door and I was asking people in Ward 9 about it, they, they were very clearly opposed. And you want to represent that interest uh, at the council table. That is the, de- that is the democratic process, so whether we, we like it or not. When there isn't an election and you're asking constituents their positions, then it is your responsibility as an elected official uh, to represent that, that position. I'm just doing a head count. I'm, you know, we, I, let's face it, Brad, everybody's been speculating about this ever since uh, Monday night. Uh, as to whether or not if there was going to be a vote about this, and you're right, it's going to have to be with that, that partnership agreement that's going to come before council. Probably, I don't know if it's going to be December or January. But when you're doing a head count, uh, we're in the same position we were before the election. In other words, the majority of people on council, the stated opinions as of last time, uh, are not in favor of LRT. Uh, yes, and, and I think that's why um, my caveat is we really need to understand from the province what the options are. And if, if they don't provide us something in writing, then it really it will be up to those candidates or those councillors, sorry, those elected councillors um, to make the decision. And I think the majority of them, um, right across the board, whether they're pro or opposed, are really voting the conscience of their constituents. Well, that's what we heard from Esther Pauls, uh, the uh, you know, newly elected uh, Ward 7 councillor. She said she's opposed to it because that's what she heard at the doors. Uh, but she wants to hear more, obviously, as we go on. But uh, do you see this new council rehashing old information? And uh, you know, if, I mean, from the city standpoint, let alone what we're supposed to hear from the province. Do we do we go back to square one to try to bring the new councilors up to speed? I I hope that's not the case because those would be long protracted meetings, which are redundant. The information has been provided. Now there are some new councilors who have been elected, but. From my take, anyways, most of them have a very clear position on, on LRT. Um, so I, I really think the operational agreement will be that pivotal moment. Uh, we now know the operating costs, and the decision will be made at, at that particular point in time. All right, Brad, let's talk about something else uh, mm-hmm. related to this. And, and it's speculative, I guess. I understand that. But you've been around Queen's Park. You've been around the cabinet table at Queen's Park uh, when, when you were uh, working for the Harris government and, and the Eves government. Uh, there's some speculation right now that the money not even be coming here, and 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 this is in 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 light of the fact that well, just another announcement yesterday about canceling money that was supposed to go to uh, university campus expansion. Uh, they're going over just about every item in the in the budget now and simply saying not can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. 
What are they going to do, in, in, in your opinion, when they get to that line about LRT Hamilton and the budget? That's an excellent question, and I don't. I, I wish I had an answer. I'm not um, that connected to anyone down at Queens Park that actually understands exactly where the finances are. Um, if there was trepidation about the billion dollars being spent on infrastructure and that that promise was was weak, one could argue that the promise to proceed with LRT was weak also because it was a liberal commitment. And in partisan politics, it's really difficult to predict the outcome. Um, at the end of the day, I think the, the, the Premier and the Cabinet will have to make some hard choices but they did make a commitment, Bill, as you know, um, for that billion dollars for LRT or transit or whatever the gray area is that we have not seen in, in black and white yet. But we've seen governments in the past of all stripes, though, Brad, and, and you know the old political axiom is uh, they're going to do it, they're going to do it right up until the time that they announce they're not going to do it. Uh, and. <laughs> Uh, and, and, true, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's one of the things that we just have to come to accept. It. I mean, I, and I'm not pointing accusing fingers at Queens Park, not yet, anyway, uh, because we don't have that announcement. But I just think it makes an awful lot of people on both sides of this issue a little nervous right now. Uh, that you know, this may not have been you know a referendum, but it also might have been a moot point because if the government's going to draw the money back and simply say, "Look, we'll build something else," but you're not going to get a billion dollars, gang. That's all there is to it. Uh, then w- that leaves us scrambling, essentially. Yes, and and uh, and I understand partisan politics and and a government's position during a municipal election. They're not going to officially wade into to to the election um, and 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 cause disruption. But I think you and I are well aware that at some point the government has to make a decision on the finances, and it would be very helpful if they would make that decision and let us know what's going on so that we can make an informed decision. And, and I'm not uh, suggesting that, you know, the government, that the Ford government's actually, you know, doing anything of a, a vile nature. Not, this is not a vendetta. They wouldn't do that to Hamilton unless Patrick Brown was running here. I guess they'd do it to us <laughs> then. then. But, uh, well, yeah, by the way, uh, Brampton, you're not getting that campus. So thanks for electing Patrick Brown. But... <laughs> But anyway, I digress again. But the reality here is that, you know, the, the, this is getting pretty tenuous right now. And I know a lot of communities, not just Hamilton, are looking at some of those commitments. And, and, and I don't know if you can take that to the bank uh, to simply say, well, he said you're going to get it, so you're going to get it. Because they can come back and, you know, say, let's say, look, we didn't see the books then. We didn't have our audit report then. So things have changed. And, and you know, the days, everything in politics now seems to be working on a 24-hour cycle. And everything can change within that 24 hours. And, and I think it's always been that way. Um, but what we, what we do know is that they froze um, uh, the the expropriation process by Metrolinx. Yeah. So I, I and I don't want to read into that. I don't want you know. I we all heard the premier's comments during the campaign and 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 uh, member Skelly's comments. We have to operate under the assumption, until told otherwise, that the billion-dollar commitment is there for Hamilton, but it would be incredibly helpful, and with the greatest respect to the government, if they gave us something in writing to clarify exactly what the options are for city council to consider. And if you get that clarity, uh, do you see yourself moving a motion, for instance, to simply say, forget about LRT, let's go to bus transit? I, I think what I would like to do at that particular point in time, depending on what the decision is, is to have that conversation with counselors uh, and with the public. 
Um, I still believe that we're overbuilding. I still believe that the numbers aren't there. Um, but as I have done in the past, and people know this of me, I ultimately will respect the decision of the council. I've never been an obstructionist. So uh, while I may be the one that's voting against the operational agreement, if council decides to move forward with LRT, I'm, I'm not the kind of councillor who will obstruct that. I, I've always believed that once the council has made the decision, that decision is now the decision of council, and we have to move forward with that. Um, but I will represent my constituents on the operational agreement. If there were to be a change in policy, and, and it's not just you that would institute that, obviously, like you say, there has to be nine votes to, make, to get anything going here. Uh, do you have to actually have an up-and-down vote about uh, LRT and the commitment to it, or do you think uh, by by turning down the operational agreement that's going to come forward to Council in the next couple of months, does that effectively kill the project? Well, if they turn down the operational agreement, I, I believe technically that does kill the LRT. Um, but then there would have to be something. Uh, you know, what are we, what are we going to do then? Uh, and that's why I think it's really important that before we even get to that point, we need to have something from the government to clarify what the options are. So if if, if council, and these are all speculations, sure. I, uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but if council were to, to vote against the operational agreement, uh, then at that particular point in time, council now has to decide what they're going to do. Are they going to adopt bus rapid transit? Um, they've already indicated they're moving ahead with the, the 10-year transit plan. Are they going to fund that? And what are the options from the government? And, and that's why it's so great, because we really don't know um, exactly what council can do with the money, because we haven't received it, at, at least from my understanding, Bill. I could be, again, stand to be correct. I haven't seen anything in writing from the government. I don't think that exists, because yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that those that support the projects would be waving that paper around. Yeah. Uh, so I I, got, I don't think it's there. And by the way, when I suggest that, that you know I'm skeptical about whether or not the money's going to come here, uh, that's not a reflection on what Donna Skelly has said because I know she's reiterated a couple of times. But but you again, you know how government works, having been in cabinet in in the past, though, Brad, is those decisions are made at the cabinet table, and and Donna may actually be the last one to find out about it. They may give her a heads up about it, but I doubt very much she's going to be involved in that decision. She'll simply be told what the decision is. Well, I, I recall being an MPP, Tony Screek and I running very clearly opposed to amalgamation. Oh, yeah. In the provincial campaign. I remember that debate. <laughs> yeah, and, and and then, as you recall, much to my surprise, uh, very shortly after, um, there was a bill in the House doing the amalgamation. And yet the government, prior to that, uh, made it very clear that that really wasn't on the table. So governments changed their positions as do people, but we really need to have something in writing. I think that's only fair uh, to everyone in the city of Hamilton that the provincial government actually sends a letter to Mayor Eisenberger and councillors indicating exactly where we stand on the LRT file on the billion dollars, and from that we can make um, a truly informed decision. Well, uh, the ball's in their court, I guess, to do that, or maybe even more specifically, I guess it might be in the mayor's court to simply say, look, at, get in touch with them. I mean, let's start that dialogue now that we know how the council's going to look. Oh, and Mayor Eisenberg has been very proactive in that yeah. regard. So I, I, I would be surprised if he hasn't already made that request. Um, but I, I think the entire council would like to see that. 
Brad, thanks as always. Appreciate the time. My pleasure, Bill. Anytime. You betcha. Brad Clark, of course, the uh, uh, re-elected city councilor, of course, uh, for Ward 9 up in Stony Creek Mountain. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.